about summer this time. Uh, we're on June 5th now, almost the longest day. But uh, the end of the coronavirus in Japan, although we had an alert on Tuesday, there was a spike in cases in Tokyo, which went up to 34 cases. Just new cases, not deaths. New, yeah, new cases as in infected people. And I think the same day, Brazil uh, noted 10,000 new cases. And apparently 34 was such a spike they had to have an alert. We had an alert on our phones as well. Did you get an alert? I, did, I don't think I got that alert. Okay. So 34 new recorded cases just in Tokyo. Yeah. Um, and that's what's... Because they're lighting the bridge up, aren't they? The yeah. Rainbow Bridge and the government building, the town hall. So they've lit it up red because they've had 34 new cases, which yeah. is nothing. It's is it? uh, for a for a population twelve million, yeah, twenty six million when everybody's in working, but twelve million population. They've had thirty four cases and they're lighting up the important buildings and bridges red. Yeah, which... and issuing an alert, a red alert, which didn't mean much. It just says people be careful for uh, for thirty four cases, which is which is nothing compared to some of the other countries. And the entire country, five people died. Yesterday, it's been low. Uh, I think the official count now is nine hundred two. Nine hundred two people yeah. uh, died from the virus as of now. All in. That's not a day. That's that's since the start of it in Japan, isn't it? That's nine hundred and two. The to- they kept uh, mentioning that point. Yeah, but yeah, that was um, that. It's it's unbelievable. Total of nine hundred people, and the UK now I think has forty thousand. 40 or 14? 40. Four, yeah? 40,000. Infections? No, deaths. 40? Really? Mate, yeah. Is it? I didn't Are think you not it, aware of this? I thought it was 14,000. That's months and months ago. Is it? Now, the UK has the most deaths in Europe. It surpassed, I think it's 20% higher than Italy right. as of yesterday. So why, why is Boris opening it so quick then? Uh, pressure from the economy. Um, as the economy is basically on its uh, its its last leg, uh, there's pressure to open up the country in terms of trade, in terms of uh, holiday makers. <clears throat> At the moment, if you go to the UK from from uh, the mainland, you have to do two weeks in quarantine. But uh, there, there's calls for that to be scrapped because if the Brits would go to Spain or Italy or Greece. You know, who wants to go that far and you're going to come back and you're going to go two weeks in quarantine? Nobody, no one would go. So there's pressure from these other countries on the UK government not to impose that particular rule. Yeah. There you go, man. Have a look at that. With America at number one, the place they like to be. 39,987 deaths in the UK. Well, let's call that an even, Stevens. That's something I wanted to tell you my my mum's in a rest home because she's got dementia she's bedridden the only thing my mother can do is breathe and swallow that's all she can do um seven people have died in her rest home that's seven in one rest home of 34 residents oh, that's, 34 uh... no th- there were 40 sorry there were 40 residents seven have died there's 33 residents now seven have died they're not getting counted it's only hospital deaths that are getting counted. So it's more right? than... At the start of the pandemic, somebody 
Two people caught him in rest on two patients. They were taken to BRI, Bradford Royal Infirmary, treated, 14 days, sent back. Now, the, the boss, this uh, this fellow that's in charge, said, are you, are you testing them for symptoms when they're leaving? Oh, no. No, we're not. We, don't, we haven't been told to do that. Sent them back, and it just raged through that rest home. Now, oh. this fella, I met him... I met him in August, and he seems to me like he is probably he, he, he struck me as the sort of fellow that would be a, a failed cabaret act in his sixties, <laughs> because I met him, and he, I said I was telling him, oh yeah, I'm over from Japan. I've been on holiday with my dad to Wales, and he said, why'd you go there? <laughs> you know, and I just said, well, to spend time with my dad, and that was foreign to him. He, you just know, you know, one of those fellas that you know it's all about the money. Mm-hmm. So he's gone in the paper saying, "Oh, I'm losing. I've lost all these residents and all this." But you just know, reading between the lines, if you knew him, he's just thinking of the money. Yeah, he's yeah. just think he's getting. I think he's getting about fifteen hundred quid a month for my mother, right? Yeah. So you times that by forty, and he's lost seven. He's not give a shit about the <laughs> residence. It's, it's about the, the cheddar that he's missing out on. The cheddar. The cheddar. So, yeah, so seven. And the thing is, my dad's ringing up saying, how's it going? And the staff are saying, oh, there's been a couple of incidents, but it's all right. Now, my dad opens the local uh, newspaper, Telegraph and Argus, and the fellas there, we've had seven deaths. It's the first thing he knew. They told me, Dad, nothing. What were happening? Just oh, a couple of incidents, John. A couple of incidents, and then he has to read in the local newspaper that seven people have died. No, but uh, this must be going on all over the shop. This mm. must be going on. From... Well, you think that's the tip of the iceberg, and I only know that because my mother is in there. Um, so you think of all these rest homes around the UK that mm. have been it worse. Yeah, the BBC figured it was about double the amount if you the, the final tally if, yeah. if others were, were counted in, which would mean around sixty. No, sorry, that's eighty thousand. But if my mother were to get it, I don't think she'd last long because she's not. She, you know, you see, when the last time I went back, she was coughing and spluttering every now and again, but you're getting nothing from her. She's just laid there, and I think if she got it. It won't be long, and I think the other the other residents that have got it in there were a lot better off health wise than my mother. Mm. But yeah, I think because she's bedridden, and she's kind of isolated within there, that's probably helped her. Mm. Mm. But yeah, he didn't find out until it was in newspaper. What is the name of your local newspaper? Telegraph and Argus. Telegraph and Argus. A circulation of three... Fa- <laughs> three <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but to be, they, they won't tell him. They won't yeah. tell him. He's been married for 60-odd years, 50-odd years, and they won't tell him if his wife's all right. They won't tell him what the situation was. Yeah, that's that's certainly creating uh, some hardship. But the, this fella's families. going in paper saying, oh, the government hadn't provided us with... Uh, the proper health, the proper protective clothing, and you think, well, you're getting 1,500 quid a month off every patient. Provide your own. Mm. You know, so he's getting, he's getting all that money. And he's got two of these rest homes in Bradford. He's got two of them. So I don't know how many is in other one, but he's got all this money coming in. 
the people at the staff there are on minimum wage and he's saying oh, we gonna, we've got no mm. get your own yeah you'd you like know, to think well, he's yeah. living in this fancy house he's got yeah. this big fancy car that he's driving about in yeah. that's annoying well people on minimum wage as you say and it's one of the worst jobs you can have working in those places it's pretty tough when yeah, yeah. when my mother first went in there and my dad had to find that money and he were just it was just chewing up his savings and you could see him on Skype just losing the will to live and then it got then he met he got in contact with this fella at the council he said this fella at the council said look as soon as your savings get to a certain level the government helps you and you could see the the cloud lift mm. so he, all the savings got chewed up and then you get down to seventeen and a half thousand and then my mother's pension goes straight to the rest home and then the government put in the rest and uh-huh. it, it, but all that money gone yeah. you know about 50 60 grand gone well it's not gone it's it's gone into bricks and mortar for this man's house obviously yeah 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 and 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 the column inches he's getting in the paper complaining about is you know the government's not helping him yeah well this is going to be all over uh, the uk at the moment well, it looks like international flying. If you come back to Japan, you're going to have to do two weeks of quarantine. Have you got to do it here as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you come back, you, you've got to stay. In the UK, like you said, you've got to stay inside for two weeks and then people will come around and check on you. And if you're not there, it's a grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard uh, Pretty Patel go she, on about it. She is a piece of work, is that one? She is definitely a piece of work, to say yeah. the least. Yeah. Well, that whole cabinet is just a sham. Well, this is what the, this is what they're saying in America because Biden is obviously ain't got both hands on the wheel. Trump, God knows what's going in on inside his head. So the telling what they're telling people to do now is vote for the cabinet, not for the person. So whoever whoever Biden's got behind him, look at that, and don't look at Biden. Look who his vice is going vice principal is going to be. Vice principal, vice president, president's yeah. going to be. Look at that, because can you imagine if if it were Pence? Oh, it'd be worse. Or probably we'll be going to church and and not being able to have abortions and <laughs> cannabis would be outlawed again. Well, we're really going that way again. I think in America, yeah. abortions. But you've, I mean, I think, um, I think Biden's going with a woman. Well, there's pressure on him to go with a woman and to go with a black woman. Mm. Especially these Kamala days. Kamala Harris? I, I don't know. He hasn't said much about it yet, but uh, I mean, that would make him. But would that, would that upset the balance? Wouldn't, wouldn't you lose other people? But he's, he's 78, you see. He's the same age as my father. He's yeah, 78. That's the new 53. <laughs> if he does four, he'll be 82. If he does eight, he'll be 86. And I think his brain's slipping at the moment. Well, that's what they keep saying. But Trump is 72. It's not ageing though, is it? When you see all these presidents that go into office and then you see them eight years or four years later when, they get, when they're finished, they look to have aged. Oh, yeah. Trump Obama looks the same. Really... Nothing seems yeah, to... How artificially is that man kept on his feet? Right? Nothing seems to be bothering him. The, the thing I heard... Black it, people do. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> he won't wear a mask because it will rub his makeup off. Yeah. <laughs> it will yeah, rub his fake tan off. But I think if, if Biden gets a black VP who's a woman, 
hopefully it'll be a shoo-in. Because the way that Trump's going about this whole thing, especially with this George Floyd thing, it's as if, as if he's got a sheet in front of him that says, do not do this. And he's just going, check, yeah. check, yeah. check. And he's just doing everything that you shouldn't do. Yeah. Avoid saying this, but just avoid <laughs> it. Right, here we go. <laughs> When the looting start, when the when the looting starts, the shooting starts, yeah. and that's what some racist fella said back in the sixties, didn't he? And he it's, just repeated it. Yeah, it was an old slogan. Yeah, but there've been some lovely moments where he, uh, they're the protesting in front of the White House, and the, the the police just kick the shit out of these poor people, peacefully, very peacefully, gassing them, <laughs> just so this man can walk across there. And uh, and hold the Bible in his hand. That's it. He didn't read from. He didn't pray. He just stood there with the, with the Bible. Stood there with his Bible. And somebody said, "Is this your Bible?" And he goes, "It's a Bible." Yeah. <laughs> Great line. It's a Bible. Yeah. He couldn't even admit he had his own Bible. I mean, was it even a Bible? It could have been. It could have been his little black book that he had with all his women and with all his hookers. How it could have been English. anything. But everything he seems to be doing. It's, it's like a comedy sketch, isn't it? I mean, there was a lovely, there's a good picture. When he's going to the church, and he's, he's going through a little uh, entrance which with a wall full of graffiti. Mm. Uh, and he's walking by, and it does say, fuck Trump. <laughs> and someone took a picture. He's on the right moment where you see him sort of walking by and says, fuck Trump. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That should be his new campaign poster. He's, he, he's doing everything wrong. Yeah, it's, it's as if it's, he's got some genius not, plan. There's usually something in the things people do that's right, but the, I can't think of anything. No. No, nothing. I mean, everything he does is just winding up more and more people and his close aides must be embarrassed. Yeah. Like, what on earth? Because they're going to be remembered. When when that empire begins to fall and the next one comes in, and they say, oh, you, that was you, was it? That's staying on your record forever. But I think the excuse that they're going to come up with, it'll be, well, we had to do that just to keep him... That's what they won't admit. They'll just say, we did that because he were unstable. And we had to say yes to everything because otherwise he would have... It would have nuked people. cowards. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, that, that new press secretary, the blonde woman, you yeah. see her? The shit she's... I mean, she sounds kind of educated. I think she was a lawyer. I think, well, you must be trying to defend the impossible here, trying to come up with excuses that you deserve an Oscar for yeah. getting this man out of trouble. And every day there's some nonsense that you've got to defend. Yeah, it, it's it's a shambles. And can it get any worse? Yes, it can, every time. I mean, every day. It does, it's worse doesn't it? Worse. It does. It's a popcorn time. Just every morning I'm looking forward to reading. What, what has he done now? <laughs> and then you think, well, actually, he's, he's really messing his country up because... It, I don't think America's been in this kind of crisis in our lifetime. Mm. You've got to go back to the sixties and maybe possibly even before that. And the way that the way that they're going on at China about Hong Kong, the Chinese are saying, <laughs> "What they? How can you say anything to us? When look at your own country." And yeah. then Kim Jong has jumped in in his newspaper. All right, what did you he know, say? Saying they they say that we treat our people badly. <laughs> look at your country. Well, I still think he's in the wrong, though. <laughs> I think probably much worse there. But yeah, it, it, it is kettle black calling the pot. 
But that that fellow that they killed in Minnesota, did you sit, did you watch the video? Yeah, but I mean that must have happened hundreds, if not thousands, of times. We just saw it on TV now, and, and it's been we've seen it many times on TV actually. It's getting last... filmed, isn't it? Yeah, it's just getting filmed. That's the only difference. <laughs> it's not. There's not more of it. It's just getting filmed. Who was that fellow in '92 that got? The shit kicked out of him. Oh, no, I remember that because I was watching the BBC the other day and they were comparing the Los Angeles riots to that, which oh, was uh, Rodney King. Rodney King, that's it, yeah. And he was beaten roughly, but it wasn't. I mean, he, he, he came out of. I don't think he had any permanent damage, if I remember. But they were, they were wailing oh, the were, truncheons, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. But that was just one. That was that was the standout one of '92. But that would be when people had handheld cameras, yeah. And there were not many of those about. Other no, and that footage was pretty shaky. Yeah, I mean that looked like they got away with it, and then Los Angeles burned, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that was in '92. I remember that the fires. I remember the um, the Koreans were shooting from the the grocery stores from the roof to keep looters away. But the Koreans. Are very racist. The Koreans don't like the blacks. Well, it's got to be said that I mean the stuff that I've heard here in Japan from some of my Korean mates. I think well, that's pretty heavy stuff you're mm. saying there, man. You couldn't get away with that. Yeah. I think it. I think it's it's ingrained in everybody. It were ingra- I mean, it it were ingrained with me in the seventies. Racism, not really towards black people, but. In Bradford, it was Asian people. I mean, Amsterdam's more accepting, isn't it? But did you, when 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 you would walk around Amsterdam, did you think there's a black person, there's an Asian, or did you just walk through Amsterdam thinking, oh, there's a person? Uh, no, there's a person. Yeah, I mean, Amsterdam still has and ha- always has had. Racism, there's no doubt about that. Mm. But not as heavy as, I would say, other areas in Holland. I think Amsterdam would be some of the least... And there'd be more incidents because there's just more people. But I think that the level, if I, from what I hear from other areas, it seems to be worse in other areas. Uh, because, yeah, people are not used to seeing many people uh, coming from outside, whether they're, they're immigrants from, uh, from Syria or from uh, any other country. Mm. But it does seem that Amsterdam seems to be more tolerant. But it's always been a very tolerant city, in terms of religion and, and other accepting other other people and beliefs. So that's kind of ingrained uh, since the days of Spinoza, who was uh, kicked out, of course. But uh, yeah. But the, what about London? I, I think London would be more. I, I can't. I can't comment on London because I've I've never lived there. I've only visited a few times. I couldn't comment on London at all. But you've got more. You've got more communities in London. You've got the Jewish. You've got the Asians. You've got black, blacks. You've got all those different communities. Where in Bradford, you've only got whites and Asians. The other communities are tiny. Mm. The Manchester's more harmonious than these other cities around it. So would it be because of the wealth? Then I mean, money would would influence that. You think? Yeah. Yeah, Manchester's the jewel in the crown in the north. Definitely, that's in, that's in that was that well that was the first industrial city in the world, so that that city has got had more wealth than anybody else in the north, more than Liverpool. Bradford was a wealthy town, 
with the textiles, but Manchester, yeah. Manchester has got a statue of Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln in, uh, I think, Platt Square. Um, and what happened was, in Manchester, the mill workers and the mill owners said, no, we're not accepting any cotton from the American South. We'll find us own. Oh. Piss off until you stop this slavery. And Lincoln sent them a, sent the older mill owners a letter saying, what you did helped our cause of, to ban slavery. I don't think that happened in Bradford. Mm. Mm. I'm not sure, but certainly did in Manchester. But So would you say that currently there's less racism in Manchester than there would be in London? I wouldn't know. Oh. I know there's less in Manchester than there is in Bradford. But you've got a huge Jewish community as well. In Manchester? In Man Huge, huge. So you've got all these different people, whereas in Bradford you've just got two and they just fight with each other. We, pe people in Bradford only hate one, <laughs> one type of person. Okay, so the fact that there's more community that would... That well, you're spreading yourself a bit thin if you were everybody <laughs> in Manchester. Yeah. You know? Well, maybe, but that could be the key, though. That's yeah. quite an interesting theory. In yeah. um, I, the few black people that were in my school, I never saw them experiencing racism, ever. Whereas I think in in some other cities where there's a bigger um, black community, West Indian community, I think that was more prominent mm -hmm. than it. Yeah, and I never saw the black kids in my school getting any grief, hmm. ever. Well, that's, that's, it's an interesting theory. I, I don't know if that works for every country. So if we look at America now, so you, that, that video, it's rough. I mean, the blood dies. He loses all his bodily functions after about five minutes. He starts pissing himself. He can't, he's stopped, he's stopped talking, and he, he wets himself. And you're thinking, well, but the other three, and the other three policemen that were just watching it, two of them are minorities, because I think they were an Asian and a black fellow. Yeah, it sounds. I saw and the another names white fellow. Yeah. Now, even if I were the white fella, I'd. You'd think, if it were me or you, you'd think, all right, get your knee off his neck. Because yeah. he's saying I can't breathe. Mm. People are around you saying he can't breathe. I would say, get your knee off his fucking neck. He's in handcuffs. He's in handcuffs. Right? What's, yeah, yeah. He's not going no, many places. But it's just, oh. he's just got the knee. What if he? What if he survived? What if he didn't die? Do you think it would have kicked off just as it has no, now? No, no, no. They've murdered him. Oh. They've murdered yeah. him. And they're saying third degree murder. What? Well, it's second degree now. It's moving. Is it, has it gone yeah, up? Yeah. yeah, it's gone up in value. Yeah. But if me and if me and you. We're on the street, and we we wrestled somebody to the ground, put the knee on the neck, and he died. We wouldn't see daylight again, would no, we? Well, that's not our that's not our job. I don't, I don't, that's that's a different. If case. you were making a citizen's arrest, <laughs> that's one hell of a citizen's arrest. Yeah, and he died. I mean, but he'd not done anything. I'd, I'd I do. From what I gather, he I, I don't know if he was drunk or if he was high or something. I don't know. I don't know but what the reason was why they they pulled him over. But then in America, you don't seem to need a reason. 
But then there was another one that I saw with the curfews, these two young black kids. Um, they're going home and the police start giving them shit. They were, they were college students. And they said, look, we got caught in traffic because of all this. Let us go. And he's filming with iPhone. Let us go. So they go to drive off. One of the policemen breaks the window on the passenger and tears them both, drags them out, handcuffs. <laughs> and oh, they, got caught, they got caught in traffic. Imagine that in London or in in Bradford or Manchester or Amsterdam. I mean, if you do that, mm. there's 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 resignations from police chiefs from yeah. the minister. The, yeah. What on earth did you let this bloke be any sense of authority? How, how did that happen? And and yesterday with the curfews, um, it got to eleven o'clock, and nobody's going nowhere, mm. and the cheer went up. That nobody were going nowhere, and then I think some something came through on the news about the three others getting arrested as well. Yeah. So yeah. that put joy in everybody's heart. So there were no trouble. Yeah. But the released the released that statement just after the curfew were passing on the I think on the west coast, and in Seattle and LA, a big cheer went up, and it were it were peaceful. Yeah. That's, that's, did you see this little? It's it's uh, it's not that long, but have a look at this. This came in on the Dutch news, and that happened uh, this morning. That bloke, seventy-five years old, he's knocked out cold. He starts bleeding heavily from the head here. Yeah, yeah. And the cops are kind of, well, what do we do now? And they're still marching past this bloke. Uh, you see the blood pouring out of his yeah, skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bloke's trying to reach him, trying to pull him out. I think there's a soldier who, who tries to help him out there, but he's knocked out cold. This bloke just shoves him. And they've just left him. Yeah, yeah. It's filmed from the other side as well, and you can see the, you can see the policeman on the other side thinking, oh, God, what's, what's going on now? They just want to have a quiet little march there. But it's, it's, it, He's 75 years old. You're going you're gonna to shove on a 75-year-old bloke like that? You see, they've stopped, haven't they? And they're looking. Yeah, they realise something got messed up there. But they're all looking as if, oh, somebody else is going to deal with it. Yeah. Look, he's just laid there. Nobody's bothering. He's bleeding that, heavily. You see it on the beginning of the film, blood streaming out of his head. Totally unconscious. It's an old bloke with a beard. Walking. 75 and he's been put... What's happened to him, do we know? No, this came in this morning on Dutch news. I think the three uh, the the policeman's been suspended. But imagine walking because they're not even running these policemen. They're not no. charging. They're walking. But imagine you're you're that bloke, the the, the policeman, and you're walking. You see this old man coming yeah. towards you. You would come up in your mind to just give this man a shove like you wouldn't believe. Well, you, I I don't know what training they're going through mm. because if if. If I was if I was one of them policemen and a fella come up to me, you'd just stop and have a chat, wouldn't you? That's somebody's granddad. Yeah, yeah. That's somebody's granddad. You wouldn't do that in real life, would you? It would come up in, in your mind. I mean, he's yeah. no threat, is it? He's, yeah, he's just wandering towards you. But you've got to think with these policemen, if they've been on a 16-hour shift, you know, if they've been up all night and you're like, oh, buff. Fucking this old bastard do it. Piss off. If it's one of that. Oh, man, there's no excuse for this. I mean, I don't care how long awake you are. You can't do that to an old man. You know, I mean, I'd have to be drunk out of my head, not knowing what I'm doing for me to be able to do that. Yeah. 
That's that's inexcusable. What do you think the Americans can do to uh, draw? Well, why is why is this one being different? Because there were that fellow that were hunted down in Georgia by them two rednecks, weren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. He were just he were out the jogging jogger. and he yeah. looked in that house that were getting built to see what were happening. He didn't steal out, and then these two, this father and son hit team, just shot him. And yeah, the fellow that were filming it, it yeah. the fellow that were filming it were thinking, oh, I'll, I'll get a hero's recommendation for this. He was filming it because he knew what was going on. He's been arrested as well, hasn't he? Oh, is he? Yeah. So, I mean, the the internet lit up and these two got arrested, but only after a month and a half. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then with this George Floyd. Oh, I suppose that, that jogger really got the attention and everyone is waiting for the next spark. And then mm. that was just the, the one that lit, lights the fire. Uh, yeah, what can they do? I mean, the timing, it's also an anti-Trump movement, I suppose, that they're, they're sick of this bloke telling them it's its meaningless. But Trump was saying, oh, we're doing great. We're doing great. I've got but, loads but, of black friends. Black people love me, he says but, yesterday. But how, how can he say the country's doing great? You know, the coronavirus, the riots, the economy, the country's doing great. You've got to reassess what the word great means now, haven't you? Everything's great. Everything's terrific. Be- uh, this beautiful vaccine. Yeah. yeah. It would... No, it's a man who's gone insane. That's what I, if if you wouldn't know the situation, you, you you're coming in like an if an alien would come down now. Yeah. And he he would speak to the pre- and he, he could understand English. He'd just be baffled. So yeah. you, you're you're mad. This is not the how things should be run. But then it's it nothing's changed. He's been like that since day one. It's just got worse and worse and worse. Yeah. It's not suddenly. This has been going on for a long time. Well, you you think the, the, was it one of the first things that Gold Star family was saying? Oh, probably the mother wasn't allowed to speak. Do you remember that that fellow that had been killed? Yeah. The military fellow that had been killed, and he were he were of Muslim descent. Yes, yes, yes. And then yes. they had a go at that Gold Star family. Yes, that's right. And that that yeah. was before he was elected. Yeah, that's right. right. I so that, that. Yeah. But that that's just a side oh, note now, isn't it? That that would have finished any political politician's career. No one would have survived that. It's just that, I mean, he's surviving everything because he has survived everything else. Yeah. Keeps on coming bopping up like some rotten fish. I mean the the hooker that he banged at his golf club. Well, it paid off. Yeah, and paid off with um government funds. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Why why is he not gone? Uh, well, I mean, you got you got to look at his base, which is still in the forty percent, yeah. whatever. It is. But if you talk to those people, what, what? How can you still love someone? Or how you support someone who's that far gone? How, how when it's that when you? it's that far to the right, and you can't, you don't realize that you're in the wrong. I mean, no. when when there was those protests about a year ago, and that white fella just shot at a black bloke in the street you know he was just a redneck and he shot at a black but he missed him but he got charged with um, using a gun 200 yards away from school not from <laughs> discharging his weapon but discharging so close to a school Naughty boy. That, that's what he got done for I mean the, the fella with the um, what what's the assault rifle in America that they oh, tried that, to buy uh, AR-15 AR yeah. he were saluting um, 
a Confederate statue with an AR-15 and the police come over because they were getting shit from protesters and the police come over and they put him in a car. Can you imagine if it were a Muslim fella with an AR-15? He'd <laughs> be fucking done. Yeah, head done. shot off right away. Or a, or a black fella yeah. going into yeah. government buildings saying oh. open up. for If it were a load of black people going into government buildings with guns saying open up, it's yeah. our right. Done. Holding a speech outside, questioning governments. You are fucking done. They'd be mowed down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. World War One style. But we, I mean, we, we, we're never going to know what it's like to be black. You, I don't think you, I want to know what it's like. Even if you lived a hundred lifetimes, we've got no idea, have we? Well, it's, it sounds really a fucking bad deal in America. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've, you've got no idea. I mean, we can say, yeah, it's, it's awful, but we, we don't know. You get no, in, you're right. We'll, we'll, never, we'll never know. We'll never know how that feels to be constantly... Harassed. Harassed, suspected of something... I mean, I, I can't imagine what that's like. That must be a really shitty deal. But time and time again, slavery is banned, but black fellas are getting put into jail way more often than white blokes. That college student that rapes that white woman behind that bin, you know, that were on the swim team, and the judge, this was in... Oh, yes, yes, and yeah. And the judge said... Don't really want to ruin his life. Yeah, he's, he's got his whole life in front yeah, of him. Yeah. yeah. If a black fella did that, I'd be lucky. See ya. Fucking hell. See ya. Yeah. You're not getting out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one. This killing uh, and and the police beatings. It's it's one part, but I think that the 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 main engine of this situation is oppressing people uh, financially. The fact that for for well forever since I can imagine. Mm. That black people have had a disadvantage financially. They they can't get a leg up to be on the equal yeah. terms financially. That puts a big dent, and then there will be more crime because there's there's not enough to go round. So that that will appear, but most victims will not be white. Most victims of black crimes will be black people. Mm. But if everybody's winning, everybody's winning, aren't they? The the whole country, that man, is psychotic. Rises up. Yeah. The, the um, I think it's the woman from Sex in the City, the the lesbian one, the one with the brown hair, the ginger hair. She said, "Give the black people the cannabis businesses. You know, like they're giving the American Indians casinos. Yeah, give them the cannabis business. <laughs> Let them do it. Well, like, but well, the b- big big farmer are coming in and buying up acres and acres of land to grow it. So they're getting into that business that's." Well, Mike Tyson's black. Yeah, he's Tyson doing That looks like it's going to be some resort when it opens. Oh, it'll, it's going to be crazy that place. Yeah, it'll be, but it, it's going to be for for dot com millionaires, whatever. It's not going to be for the average Joe mm. who who enjoys a nice joint or something. But I I have no idea what they can do until they get that fool out of office. I what? think as, if so, as soon as another president gets in, if it's Republican or Democrat, as long as it's not him, I think the whole world can breathe out. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Well, and and reverse pretty much everything is morals. Well, he's he's just reversed everything Obama did yeah, yeah, because yeah. Obama's black. Yeah. Well, because he just doesn't want it. he wants this man eliminated or erased from history. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm. Right. But to be that petty, 
at 74 year old when you're the most powerful man in the world mm. but when you see Trump on television and then Obama on Zoom mm. you just think well look at that yeah and he's on Zoom and look at look at this petty child child yeah yeah I mean, the Americans have only got themselves to blame if if that's what they voted for. But they didn't, did they? It's just the it wasn't the popular no, that's, vote. That's that's the system. That's, yeah. that's their game. But fair enough. If that's the system, that's the system. But you, you, if that system exists and this man can be chosen, the system is corrupt. You the president is supposed to be a leader to lead you. It's not supposed to be someone you have a beer with or have a nice chat with or yeah. agree on some points. He's got to lead you, come what may. If you're going to like him or dislike him, he's got to lead the country. To have someone, the, the things he's saying isn't like a, like a teenager. That's not a, a, a fully grown man leading the most powerful country in the world. It's an impossible job. It's an impossible job. Some do it better than others. But him, he doesn't even, well, he, he just seems to be doing the wrong thing every time. Yeah, and, and history will judge him and, and those who walked with him. And that's why the, his 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 helpers, his aides, are, are going to be blemished forever. Stephen Miller. Do you know that, that bald-headed fella, the young bloke that was speechwriter? Real racist. And they've sort of put him in the background. You know Stephen Miller. He's he's off. Awful. <laughs> well, there's a, such a there's terrible piece this of competition work. in that category. No, but he, he is the worst. He is the worst. And he's part Jewish. He's part Jewish, but he's the biggest racist in that cabinet. But he's been. They put him. They sort of put him to the back because he was too racist <laughs> to be front and centre. So you don't see him anymore. And I was wondering where he'd gone, and he's got married as this Stephen Miller. And I'm thinking, well, maybe that'll take the edge off him. And I looked at his wife, and she doesn't look white. So I think they've put him in the background now because he can't really back up what he's saying because his wife doesn't look white. Mm. But he is an awful, awful man. Well, look him up. You'll know. You'll know who he is once you see him. Well, I mean, there's 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 endless people like that. The ones that amaze me are the Fox News presenters, uh, Sean Hannity. Yeah. That that crew of, of, of just degenerate people whose whose only job is to sow doubt and to sow hate, nothing else. Yeah, yeah. That that's their only function. I mean, the only thing that was good about that is that I was surprised the other day that I I saw the viewing numbers for Fox News, and it is only a small. It's mm. not as big as I thought it was. And it? it's old people. It's, yeah, it's old people yeah. sat in a lazy boy. Yeah, but they still got votes. You know, they yeah. still got votes. But I, I imagine Fox News being bigger than than I than it is actually. Mm. It's not. It, it's just famous because it's such a, a terrible thing. That's why mm. it's, it's good. The headlines from other news organisations. But yeah, what a place to live now in America. It used to be the beacon, though, didn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it used to be the beacon. Where did it all go wrong, George? <laughs> but you you think ten years before we were born. Or ten years before I was born, no, nine, eight years before I was born, you, you couldn't. Black people couldn't sit in the same place as we sat in. Yeah. yeah. Eight years before I was born. Well, that's America, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I was telling Sophia and Jean, they were like, "What? 
And, and then you tell them about South Africa. What? Well, that's our lifetime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah how, how, was, how was that possible? Uh, can't, can't believe it. Well, I mean, yeah, the world's it's gone itself into a very big hurry. I mean, you're, you're Dutch, and it were the Dutch and the British down there in South Africa that... Oh, it's the worst. ...that did all this. Yeah. Yeah? What do the Dutch think of the, the Dutch South Africans down there in well, the 80s and the, and the early 90s? Well, disgusted. I mean, pretty similar. Because you're, you're, you're an accepting country, and, the, and in South Africa, you're like, well, how... How has that got so racist? The further south you've gone? Well, the, because the the Dutch and the British who moved out there back in back in them days, they hadn't changed. They still have those thoughts of of that primitive time. Empire building. Yeah, but and 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 keeping the what what do they call it? What do they call black people in South Africa? Kaffirs. Kaffirs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they they just kept that mentality. But the reason why I think that is because the language. When I hear South Africans speak Dutch. It, it sounds exactly like Dutch people spoke two, three hundred years ago. Mm. And I'm sure 300 years ago in Holland, if you were black, you were having a pretty life. You were still yeah. a slave or treated like a slave very much. So they just ha- they hadn't changed their language, hadn't changed their habits, hadn't changed their religion. It's extremely Christian, mm. orthodox extremism. And haven't changed their thoughts about colour and race. Did you see Louis Theroux when he went down there? Yeah, great episode. That... That fellow that shook his hand with that big moustache, and he, you could feel how much he's squeezing his hand. And Louis, threw, well, that's that's a firm handshake. <laughs> we are bore. Yeah, like, the boys. Come on, get a grip. There was, I mean, the the funny thing is, the the I can't remember. There was a guy who he interviews, and he goes, he's close friends with the black people in his area. Yeah, and they've both agreed to separate. Yeah. And, but they got on swimmingly. They were just such like close pals. I thought, if yeah. you can get on that well, what, why, why are you, you separating? Yeah, why are you separating? Yeah. Yeah. But he, he gave this whole th- speech about how it's better to separate because we don't we can't mix and stuff. Meanwhile, he's he's having a great time with his with his black neighbour. Well, you think Trevor Noah? Yeah. Trevor yeah. Noah is younger than me. I don't know if he's younger than you, but he's, he, be, yeah. he's younger than me. And his mum's black, his dad's white, and his dad had to go and stand in the other pa- other side of a park while his mum played with Trevor, so he could see his kid. Yeah, he had to walk behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Trevor going back to South Africa, and he's he's showing us where he grew up and stuff. And yeah. The stories he's telling, you think that is insane. Doesn't make any sense, and that is within our lifetime. In our yeah, lifetime. Yeah. But yeah, racism is is pretty. Rock solid in America, it seems. Uh, if you, if you don't count the, the the coastlines, they seem to be a bit more under control. Well, less I would say less, not under control. It's less racism than in those. Uh, but that's the. Would you say it were the Brits that started all this? That's hard to say. I mean, the Brits, the Dutch. Uh, I suppose everybody. I mean, the Italians, the Irish, they're the all Belgians there. down in Congo. Jesus. I've been reading oh, what that's they the were worst, doing down there. Well, that's the worst uh, that has ever been, apparently. That Leopold, Jesus. They've got statues of him everywhere in Belgium. Yeah. No, that's... Madman. Uh, yeah, but the Belgians, I think, have tried to make amends in some ways. They have done... I've seen uh, uh, exhibitions in, in Belgium about mm. what they've done, and they're, they're trying to show... I don't, I'm not sure if they were distancing themselves from the past, but trying to acknowledge their past... 
Although there's still a long way to go with that, but cutting their hands off, aren't they? Well, there's there's pictures, these these colonial these soldiers, and they're standing there smiling with their big hats next to a, like a three meter pile of hands, or a meter a meter's worth of lips or something. Yeah, yeah. To be given to be given the green light to do that, and they, and again the fellas that are doing it, weren't there a few people there going? Mm. <laughs> Should we just make some chocolate smaller? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but going back to America, so this America has this injection of Europeans, uh, mainly religious people, eh, who yeah, kicked out of Europe. Nuts. Uh, you got the German from the Amish, hold this well, Amish. You got the repressed English, uh, big load of Irishmen after the famine, well, during the famine, Italians. Uh, you got pretty much everything there. All of them religious. Everybody needs somebody to hate. And the song, and and the, no, and then it, it was the Irish, the Italians, yeah, because the the slaves were already there. But then there's some others coming hmm. from the famines, so we oh we'll hate the, and it's it's the whites hating. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard a uh, uh, our Irish friend. He he did live in America for a couple of uh, for, for an exchange program, and he. He learnt a lot about that. How when the Irish moved out there, they were sort of the second-class citizens yeah. and treated like shit. But thank God there was someone under them. Yeah. So the Irish really went to town on the black people, and that that because they felt so oppressed. Yeah. Each level were pressed down on the the level below, and he said there was some nasty stuff going on between the well, it's, races. It's well, I, I'm getting some shit, but at least I'm not them. Yeah, and you sort of as long as you're not at the bottom. Yeah, well, that makes life a pretty nasty experience. But the, you, the Irish, the Irish were, nobody liked the Irish in Europe. <laughs> you know, nobody, nobody trusted them. The especially when I were a kid, don't go to Ireland. It's dangerous. You know, the IRA will kill you. It's the one of the best countries I've ever visited. Yeah, definitely, hands down. Yeah, in Europe, I would, well, I would speak to my parents because my parents never left the country until they were deep into the 50s and I said well can't we can't we just go to Ireland and have a have a drive around there we only have to catch a ferry too dangerous I said well yeah that's Northern Ireland why don't we go to the Republic too dangerous everywhere's dangerous in Ireland and then me and my dad went over to the Republic and Northern Ireland the year after and my dad's like this this country's fantastic yeah yeah of of the has anybody given you grief for being a foreigner, in Japan? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, if I've, you encounter it when uh, I suppose mostly I've encountered it when I had to rent a house, been turned down many times. But then I have uh, heard. I mean, from uh, Japanese friends have told me they've been turned turned down many times as well. So I'm not sure how how much that's got to do with my my skin color. But. When you were looking for premises to start this business, we. Were you having trouble because you were a foreigner, or is it? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I've got to think back now. I mean, I was refused. It took time. Yeah, I was refused several times, but then you, you, you kind of hoped that, that that was for different reasons. Yeah. Um, my wife is Japanese, and I did let her do all the talking on the phones, but my it would come up uh, that the uh, leasehold would be uh, non-Japanese. Um. Yeah, of course we've encountered it. I mean, we we are not local people, not Japanese. Mm. So that this country is ninety nine point nine percent or ninety nine point 
2% Japanese. So mm. we're going to stand out, obviously. I, I've seen a few, when I lived in Tokyo, I saw a few people cross the road. I was on a bridge and a woman just uh, pulled, a, pulled her handbag closer to her and sort of <laughs> gripped it. And she was walking in front of me and she kept looking over her shoulder. I was knocked off my bicycle in Tokyo by a Japanese man on a motorbike. And the police arrived and told him to leave. And, and then searched me and pulled everything out of my bag yeah. before they let me go. Yeah. And I was, yeah, I was thinking, well, he's just knocked that. me off my bicycle. Why yeah. have you let him go? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard several stories like that. But then again, nothing as brutal as the as the Americans. No, no, go no. Through. And that that that's what we experience here is nothing. No, no. You, the worst I've experienced, I would say, on the street would be I've been asked for my ID and then I refuse to give it because there's no grounds. And that's the biggest exciting thing that happened in my life, if I mm. could put it out the phrase. So yeah, that doesn't that doesn't come close to what black people experience in America, obviously. But so where where, where did that start? You think? I think it started out of the angry Europeans, the paranoid, angry, religious nutjobs who left Europe going to America, who started that racist well, we, injection we, in America. We think, we, we, we think we're the best. We used to rule the waves years and years ago. We don't now. People are catching up now. White people are losing the grip and they're, they're starting to realise it. That's what's happening. They're starting to realise that the fucking part is over. But why would there be less racism in Europe then? I mean, there is racism in Europe, let's be honest about it, but there seems to be more racism in America, ingrained, than there is back home in Europe. The Europeans, I think, have accepted that it's becoming more diverse. And the Americans haven't? No. The Americans... We've never had slavery, did we, in the Europe? What? Of course we did. We built on it. But in our lifetime... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, nor in American lifetime. But in in Americans, that slavery, what, 150, 150 years ago? In slavery, America? Slavery was, 1850s, it was still going on, wasn't it? Well, Lincoln there put a stop to that. 1850s, 60s. 1850s, yeah. so that's two 80-year-old people, oh. right? That's 160 years. That's two generations back it's a bit more than two generations well three three and a half we... <laughs> yeah, but well... that that's still getting passed on i don't know i, I got a sense that religion has we we the, the, the brits were going down to africa down to the west coast of africa and stealing people and getting it all getting them over there and selling them yeah but i mean that that, that was the way of the world uh, yeah north africans took in uh, 100,000 white slaves on the, on the Mediterranean. It's estimated that I think it's two or three million white people were taken into slavery by the Ottoman Empire during the, the bad days. Hence the, hence the Americans invaded, uh, they attacked um, Tripoli in, according to their song, mm. from, to the shores of Tripoli, whatever the, the, their national tune is, um, putting a stop to, the, to them enslaving white people from the middle, uh, Mediterranean. Uh, slavery's been around since forever. It's figured it's, I think it's about 10 million. Now? Africa, no, 10 million Africans were taken out of Africa mm. in total. I think that's what I've read, and that's a very vague estimate. 
but uh, yeah, it certainly put a, a dent into their development. But you think how long it's been going on? You can't just stop it immediately hmm. because it's been going on so long and it's ingrained. Yeah, but again, so then why is it more ingrained in America than here? I mean, than in because in they they allowed it for so long, didn't do, they? Do you think religions got a more? They're just more religious, hence they, they kept it long. Because that's one of the only big differences well, I see. The, the, the preachers were saying that the white man was far superior, weren't they? That, that was getting... That's probably still getting told to people now. Well, it's, uh, both the North and the South argued that religion has... You know, uh, in the North, the abolitionists called that it was God's will to free all people. Mm. But in the South, uh, meet, meet, what is it? Deo or something, God is with us to, to keep slaves. Mm. So they were just the same arguments were counted for both sides. You can't, you, you just, you just can't, can you? I, I, but then if you, if you've grown up with it and that's what you told as a kid, mm. that's what sticks in. Yeah, but that, that dilutes with each generation. But if it's, if it's going in strong, when you're a kid, it's, it should it should dilute. I mean, you should slowly. What's, I, I what, don't know. I don't know. What's diluted out of your way of thinking? Then your grand. Did you meet your grandparents? No. No. So from from your mother's, what what ideas did your mother have that you don't have? Uh, well, certainly uh, the the the, uh, the Catholic upbringing that she had, but she lost that herself. Yeah already so religion stopped in Holland sort of 1960s it kind of uh... see I, I can I could never understand why I was christened because my parents weren't religious so why were why, <laughs> why ever being christened you're not religious but it's what people did mm. it's what people did I got christened why why are most of my friends getting married in a church I've never seen you in a church before mm. because that's what you do you do yeah and um. I don't do any of that. So, what do you think? I mean, this this turmoil in America obviously has to change something. It's going to have an impact. Yeah. So, what do you see in the next five to ten years? Well, all these old years? all these old farts that are politicians in in America are going to die off, right. and all these new kids are coming through now, and they're gonna they're just going to say this is bullshit. The amount of uh, Spanish speakers is getting up there now. Yes, certainly. Yeah. So Spanish, million, they were right? saying in about between 70 and 80 years, Spanish is going to be the first language in, in America. Wow. And the Americans hate that fact. They wow. hate it. And I love the fact that they're getting annoyed. But <laughs> the, the people that are unwilling to change, yeah. it's people that are unwilling to change. They, they can't go with the with the floor yeah. and willing to change and I think pe people who live in different countries are looking at this now going you know especially people in the UK why should we change well because it's happening yeah. because it's happening if you don't change you get stuck yeah. and life is going to look we all know rough. those people that yeah, are just yeah. sat there going fucking foreigners have you ever met one no have you ever talked to them no why <laughs> Oh, I don't like them. Don't like the food. Have you ever tried it? No. Well, what are you complaining about? Yeah. They they smell. Yeah. Have, have you smelled them? No. Have you smelt yourself? 
they're, they're taking all my jobs. Mate, you don't have a job. <laughs> they're taking my jobs and they're taking my benefits. Well, it's either one or the other. You can't have both. <laughs> but Louis C.K. said if, if somebody's coming into your country that doesn't speak the language, hasn't got a job, um, and doesn't have any people to know here, and they're taking your jobs and taking your money, maybe it's you that's shit. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Like someone going to do that for you. Yeah. I watched a BBC documentary about the NHS and how there's a lot of Asian doctors and nurses in, in NHS. Because a lot of Asian families have their traditions that it's doctor, 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 and mm. the, the entire families. And the NHS would collapse without Indian doctors. There were a Syrian fella I was watching on the BBC that had gone in there helping out with the coronavirus and he'd been bombed out of Aleppo. And he were working, I think he was working in Birmingham. And his family, he's got his wife and his kids with him. And his wife's getting loads of shit. And the doctor has just got past all his tests so he can work in a British hospital. But they're getting shit. Isn't that, isn't that people, people who he's treating are giving him shit. You're saving people's lives. And they're still, the next day, oh thanks doctor. And the next day, you dirty foreigner, get, get out. out. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. people. My people. Scum. <laughs> no, but I, I, the, the point about that, and I'm not defending those people, but you can't blame people for being stupid. There's going to be stupidity in every culture. Not everyone's educated, not everyone's up there, not everyone can have these thoughts of, well, hang on, this is bollocks, what I'm yeah. saying here. So it's people aren't infallible for, and people are stupid. You know, a, a majority of, a large quantity of the population in every country is very impressionable. And if someone tells them, well, they're, you know, feeding this this hate crap. Yeah, they're susceptible to it. Now you can't blame people for being thick. You know, you well, you have to educate them. It, it, it just keep on keep on the right track. But this is an example of Brexit. You know, if if you you can't blame those Brexiteers. You can blame the people who pushed it. Yeah, who told all that crap and made people really think. I believe that those even the biggest, thickest person has got a good heart. It's just, it's been poisoned by all this lies and crap. Everyone wants to be happy. Everyone wants to have a TV and a holiday and, and, and wants to have nice neighbours. But if you tell people, if you whisper in their ear, these little whispers, they're going to believe it. A lot of people won't believe it, but the people who believe it become those nasty creatures. But you can't blame them for becoming that. You can blame the people who push that stuff. Like Nigel Farage and, and Johnson who's an educated man who knows what he's doing and he's got his dream job now but uh, it's not nice to say but I'm, do, I'm happy he got corona when when I was a kid in the 70s and the 80s and I would see people in the streets being nasty to Asian people even I want in double figures but even I, w I would think why would you be so nasty to it somebody was, else yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking that as a kid, but I know that there were some of my friends that were looking at that going, yeah, yeah. Mm. But I would think, well, you wouldn't be that you wouldn't be that nasty to a stranger who was the same colour as you. And don't you feel, don't you feel weird being that nasty? Yeah, doesn't it ring somebody? a bell? Going, what am I doing here? But yeah. I would look at that going, well, that's, that's mm. not right. And but I, I know people that would think, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm on board with that. Hmm. Well, they've been poisoned. I would say they're, they're and, I, and I'm not intelligent, but I knew back then that I I could never I could never do that. Hmm. Like, it's not me. 
No, I mean, if you look at children play, children don't make these distinguishes. Therefore, it cannot be innate. It can't. It's not. Mm. You're not born with a racist brain. This is all taught and influenced by your environment. And see, Sophia's got plenty of friends at school because I think their parents are not that way inclined. I don't think she's getting any shit for being a foreigner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know when I was going to school that yeah, I I was told. Well, times change. I mean, yeah, imagine being in the 1960s, being, or 50s. Here, being here. Well, here, or being in England and coming over from the West Indies. India or Pakistan, the West Indies. Yeah, yeah. those first, the first immigrants, that must have been a, a shit time. Every day facing that. And when you have grandchildren then, who, who are, you know, it's less... And they bitch about something. It's like, oh, you have no clue what I've gone through when I was a kid. Mm. And they've got a right to say that, of course. But even even now, more Salah. You know, the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fantastic. Uh, Not athlete. English. He was from Somalia. How can, you, how can he be English? If he... A poster saw... If he's, if he's British, I'm an astronaut. And he's coming home with armfuls of gold medals from Olympics. One of the greatest Olympians. Yeah, ever. yeah, yeah athletes in the world but yeah I, I've heard some strange stuff getting on an airplane and people like do you know who the man this man is yeah. he's achieved more than you can your entire you, family you can ever do why, why is he why is he up there in first class or being patted down by a policeman or something well yeah you, you, I don't want to give people the benefit of the doubt but people are stupid and they've been fed that racism I've yet to meet a racist child who hasn't been told to hate. So, yeah, sounds a bit optimistic. I'm actually quite negative about the situation. <laughs> but, yeah, I think America in the future is going to change, but it's going to be extreme it's got growing to. pains. It's with, got to. With a lot more deaths. I don't see this blowing over anytime soon. You've got to, you've got to, get, a, you've got to get somebody in charge just to calm everything down instead of just... Throwing a, a litre of petrol on fire. Which is what's happening now, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the comments of those generals, two generals who made comments, uh, that says a lot. You don't hear... He's the first president I've ever worked under that is not wanting the unity, but is just spreading division. Mm. Yeah, and that's a, a man... I think he very rarely gives interviews. He doesn't yeah. do interviews. And, of course, Trump tweets... Overrated general <laughs> scumbag. <laughs> it is. It's the school playground, isn't it? Well, what about your mum? Your mum was fatter than my mum. <laughs> but you see, with Trump, his dad would just. I mean, tr- Trump's dad created this monster factory, didn't it? With Trump, obviously, it would never get in any positive feedback. It were not, Trump, you're a fucking loser. Why are you working with me? Can't you start some? None of the kids went to work with the dad. Trump only went to work with his dad because he couldn't do fucking anything else. And his dad were going, oh, for Christ, I'm doing all right on my own. No, dad, I'll help you. Mm. And then uh, Trump sort of learnt from his dad, learnt how to do the backhanders. And then when Trump's dad were dying, Trump tried to get his hands on most of the inheritance. And as his Fred Trump were going with dementia, he saw it and went, you can fuck off. And he got it all spread out equally between the kids so Trump wouldn't get the lion's share. Oh, right. 
But that's the only reason Trump's in the real estate business is because he's a dumb shit that couldn't do anything else. So he went to work for Daddy. All the other kids are lawyers and, you know. I don't know. He had a, I know only one of his brothers died from alcoholism. There's five of them. Oh, is there? One died because he was a boozer. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And that's why Trump didn't drink. But I think the other three did. I think one of the daughters is a, a lawyer. But imagine her business must have gone through the down the tubes oh yeah I'm, I'm Donald Trump's sister oh, bye yeah you're gonna get either particular customers that do want you for yeah. the wrong reasons yeah change the name now history will judge him as everything is judged in the future and they're gonna look back on, on they're gonna analyze what's happened and the only correct analysis I think is gonna be quite negative there's gonna be a few bright spots which he did do but I think he's going to, it's going to look worse because he's come after Obama. If he'd have come after George W, they'd have thought he were terrible. But they wouldn't have thought he were as terrible as he actually is. It's big shoes to fill. I mean, Obama didn't do that much, to be honest. No, he, well, he his... couldn't, could he? he couldn't. No, no, but that should be said. People do seem to think that the sun shone out of his arse. Uh, I would say he's not a bad president, but he, he's he's over mm. overstated. But he's looking... It, well, looking he's now, looking yeah. fantastic now. He looks like a god yeah. compared to this man, yeah. Well, hopefully it all gets sorted out soon. Well, you've got to feel for people. If you're, if you're living in those cities you, and you, you've just been ravaged by corona, and if you're in whatever, New York or somewhere, and then you get this... And you've got no money because you, you can't no work. Uh, you're, un- you're, un- you're unemployed. You, you've got demonstrations on a daily basis. You've got Your you, stimulus check hasn't come through. Yeah, there's a lot of suffering. The, stim- the stimulus checks that were that were getting delivered, which most people haven't gotten, but the ones that were getting delivered got delayed by three days because Trump had his signature. Oh yeah, printed on them. This was given to you Jesus. by Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he, he, I'm very confident and happy that history will judge that man. Plus the people around him who've supported him. Yeah, and that's the only positive thing we can draw from that. Mm. I think. And it's not like, I think, 159 days until the elections are <laughs> But what would you say if the elections are postponed because they're of not, Corona and gonna, this whole thing? They're not going to postpone. Because they were going to do mail-ins and then Trump said, oh, mail-ins are corrupt. <laughs> and Twitter called him out on it and then he signed off that thing, didn't he? Twitter executive order. Twitter. Yeah, he didn't do anything about George Floyd and police brutality, but Twitter... Yeah, yeah. Fact checking, and Trump can't stand it because all Trump wants to, all Trump wants to be, is accepted into Hollywood by yeah. famous people, and nobody likes him. He wants to be respected. That's what he wants. He's the he's the you, you rich kid at school that had all the bells and whistles with the toys, and nobody went round to play with them. Yeah, there were a kid like that at our school, and he was such an ass. Oh, I've got the I've got an Atari, and he had stacks and stacks. He had about fifty games, those cartridge games. His dad were never home, so he was just throwing things at him, and he were inviting kids to come and play. Nobody went. Uh, Nobody went. That sounds about right. Sounds and that's right. what he is. He's just a grown up version of that. Yeah, yeah. There's a good show now on Netflix called Space Force with Steve Carell. Not, not started watching it yet. Uh, do you know? Yeah, yeah I've it? seen it. It's the pushing it out there now. Is yeah, that yeah, is yeah. that come from the Space Force that Trump wanted to start? Yeah, because he's mentioned, but they don't mention his name. 
it's very cleverly written, and it's got John Malkovich as well in it as a very good uh, backup part. He's, he's a genius in that, and it's just well written, and it's it's just a, a sweet comedy. I really like yeah, it. But yeah. It is obviously under the Trump regime because they keep getting these orders, these very childish orders, and they're just going, "Well, we're gonna have to go with this because that's what he says." <laughs> but it's clearly done by Trump. <laughs> And even his staff, when they're on the line, yeah, we've got this, sorry guys, we've got this for you to do. <laughs> He's in this mood today. So, much eye-rolling and... Yeah, yeah. And they create this whole Space Force, because uh, he suddenly decides we're going to have a Space Force. It's a very good show, and um, I think that's going to get a few awards, I I'll guess, for that. both of them. I'll watch that. Yeah. Have you got to be gone? Six, yeah. Right, let's wrap this up then. Well, that's about it for today. We've uh, went through the world, the world on fire. I, f- I feel better getting all that shit out <laughs> instead of keeping it to myself. That just Oof. happened. <laughs> the pressure's off. Uh, well, we hope you enjoyed our little chats. Uh, we certainly did. did us now now stuff's opening up. We should be getting some guests down soon, I think. Yeah, I've been seeing uh, more and more people on the high street here. Uh, uh, domestic, obviously. Uh, no internationals yet. Um, but yeah. It looks like it's going to be a, a, still an interesting summer, as we a didn't quiet expect one, that. A quieter one. Yeah. But we'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Have a safe Hopefully with better news. On the way. Adios.